A small spaceship flies toward the looming planet ahead. The engine is malfunctioning, and the Sarathustrian ship is on a collision course with the planet. Captain, impact in 43 seconds. What do we do? Drax, what do we do? What do we do, Drax? The captain turns and looks at the three crew members. Nothing. What, what, what do you mean, nothing? We have about 30 seconds before we collide with Zolfa 4 What can we do but wait? If any of you have any suggestions, please let me hear it. Otherwise, brace yourselves for impact. 20 seconds. 10 seconds, Captain. Hold on to something. The Zarathustrian spaceship crashes into the surface of Zolfa Thura and is buried under the sand. recover from the impact. Sika has a bruise on his right arm and a gash on his left leg. Malak has a broken arm and Drax has a large cut on his forehead. Is everyone okay? Sika? Yes, Captain, I'm fine. Malak? Yes, 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 still, still breathing. Arden? Arden? Arden is lying next to the wall, motionless. Drax, he's over here. He isn't moving. Arden? Arden, are you awake? Arden does not respond. I think we need a doctor. The doctor looks at the scanner, and Jenny emerges from the hallway in shorts and a t-shirt. So, how do I look? The doctor never looks up from the console. Uh, yeah, stunning. Absolutely stunning. (laughs) So, I'm guessing we've landed. Oh, naturally. Any plans on telling me where we've landed? Oh, right. Uh, we are on the desert planet of Zolfa Thura. Uh, in the Prion system. Must we go to another desert? Well, if you would like, we could go to Zolfathura's lush twin planet, Tigella. Well, that sounds much nicer than a desert. Oh, yes, it is. Except for the carnivorous plants. Carnivorous plants? Oh, yes. Oh. Well, I guess the desert will have to do. (sighs) Do you have to have that attitude, Jenny? Yes. As a matter of fact, I do. (sighs) Well, there's no point waiting around. Come on, let's go find some cacti. As Jenny and the Doctor exit the TARDIS, the wind whips tiny grains of sand into their faces. The air is dry and hot. Was there ever life here, Doctor? Uh, Years ago, some giant event happened that plunged the planet into chaos. It ultimately resulted in the uh, death of their planet and the extinction of the species. So, what did the Zolfa Thurans look like? Green blobs, oval heads, three eyes? Uh, actually, no. Uh, they were sentient cacti. Seriously? 
Oh, completely. And they're all gone? Uh, mostly. Uh, only one remains, but he is dormant at the moment. We should be safe. As they continue walking through the sand, the doctor tells Jenny of his previous visit to Zolfathura and being trapped by Megalos on a chronic hysteresis. Jenny asks the doctor, what exactly is a chronic hysteresis? A time loop, uh, a fold of time that keeps repeating itself over and over and over and over and over and over and over again forever. Ever had deja vu? Anyway, Megalos was going to use the dodecahedron to destroy Tigella. Luckily, I was able to reprogram the setting so it destroyed Zolfathura. What do you mean it destroyed Zolfathura? I mean, we're here, aren't we? Oh, Jenny, you seem to forget. I'm a time traveller. My visit to Zolfathura could be hundreds of years in the planet's future. It's so sad that a planet can just be gone. Just like that. Well, everything ends, Jenny. In time, everything will become dust. Even Earth, even you, and that is the curse of a Time Lord. All these galaxies, all these planets, all these people begin and end. And I am forced to watch it all happen. To watch it fade away. And who will be there to watch you fade away? No one. Probably. I will stand and watch until the end of time itself. No light. No dark. No life. Just nothing. Nothing for eternity. Well then, shall we continue on? The doctor turns away from Jenny and begins walking. Jenny follows. The winds begin to pick up. The doctor looks up and sees something looming in the distance. Huh. I wonder what that is. Looks rather ominous. It's almost as if it's a... wall of sand. Oh no. I think it's a sandstorm. Quick, we need to get back to the TARDIS. The Doctor and Jenny run back the way they came, but the TARDIS is nowhere to be found. Doctor, where is the TARDIS? It was right here. Oh, Hans! What? Hans, the hostile action displacement system. And in case of emergency, the TARDIS relocates itself somewhere safe. And where would that be? Uh... Well, you see, I don't quite know. Well, we have no choice. Follow me and, uh, stay close. The Doctor and Jenny begin to run away from the sandstorm, but Jenny falls behind. The sandstorm soon catches up to her. Doctor! The Doctor turns around, just in time to see her get swallowed by the sandstorm. Jenny! The Doctor runs into the sandstorm and tries his best to find Jenny, but he cannot find her. Jenny! Jenny, can you hear me? Doctor! The doctor runs towards the sound of Jenny's voice. Doctor! It gets louder as he gets closer. Jenny, I'm almost to you. Keep yelling! The doctor continues to run towards Jenny's voice until he finally gets to a point where he can barely see her. Jenny, I can see you! Follow my voice! Doctor, I can't! Something's grabbed my leg! What? That's impossible! There's no life on Zolfathera! Well, tell that to whatever's got me! Uh, okay, I'm coming. Jenny, stay calm. Then suddenly, the creature that has Jenny begins to pull her down. Doctor, it's pulling me down. Don't worry. I've got you. The mysterious creature continues to drag Jenny down under the sand. Help! Jenny is now more than halfway buried in the sand and sinking rapidly. Jenny! I'm sorry. It's too strong. 
Just try! I am trying! Jenny's head is now the only visible part of her body besides the arm which the doctor is holding on to. Doctor, please! The doctor looks at Jenny in desperation. Slowly, her hand slips from his. Doctor, you have to save me. You always save me. I'm so sorry. Look, whatever it is, it obviously lives under the sand. I'll come find you. Jenny's head slowly sinks below the ground. I trusted you. I will save you, Jenny. I promise. As Jenny sinks all the way to the sand, the sandstorm passes. The doctor begins digging frantically into the sand, trying to find Jenny. Jenny wakes up in a dark room. It smells old and metallic. There's a buzzing noise in the room. When her eyes adjust, she can make out a control panel to her left and a screen above it. Jenny sees a man with glowing eyes and pale blue skin looking down upon her. Who are you? What are you? What do you want with me? Help. Help? Yes, help. I'm Drax. This is Seeker, and this is Malak. The two other men move to step forward. You are lucky you were taken so close to our ship. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been able to save you. Save me? So you mean it wasn't you that dragged me down here? No, it wasn't. We helped you. And now we ask for your help in return. Okay. Why exactly do you need my help? We will explain. The doctor continues to dig through the sand where he last saw Jenny, but to no avail. Ah, oh, where are you, Jenny? The doctor stops digging and stands up, looking defeated and frustrated. Suddenly, he hears a rustling in the sand behind him. He turns to look, but doesn't see anyone there. Hello? Who's there? Jenny, is that you? There is no answer. The doctor walks over to investigate. When he reaches the spot where the sound came from, he sees a disturbance in the sand, almost as if an hourglass were running out. Ooh. Hello there. What could you possibly be? The disturbance stops. I wonder what that was. Well, there's no life on Zolva Thura anymore. Ah, but what if there is? Something living under the sand. Oh, of course. Silly Doctor. That would all make sense, wouldn't it? The radiation. We were flying past Sulfurfora. When our engines failed, there was nowhere to land, and we crashed. We lost Starden, our chief technician. He was killed in the crash. We were all injured, but only he was injured fatally. What exactly were you doing around this planet anyway? What use is it going to a planet that is nothing but a desert? There's no life here. This planet is empty. No, it isn't. What do you mean? There is no life on this planet. Jenny, there is. No, the Zolfa Thurans were all killed in some giant event. There aren't any Zolfa Thurans left on this planet. You're right. There are no sulfurfores left. Oh. Is it an invasion? We don't know. There are no signs of life on this planet, but we know there is something here. How? We've been monitoring the planet for our own home, Sarafustria. There are no signs of life, but there have been disturbances in the sand. What do you mean? 
disturbances. The ground. It moves. Don't all planets have ground that moves? Tectonic plates, right? Or it could have been the wind blowing the sand around? No. Tectonic plates take centuries to shift, and these shifts are happening overnight. And as for the wind, well, there's no wind on sulphur for her. What do you mean? Of course there's wind. I was caught in a sandstorm. No, Jenny. It wasn't a sandstorm. It was a swarm. The sand. It's alive. Sorry. What? Living sand. Is that... Is that possible? That's what we're here to find out. So this was a reconnaissance mission? Of a sort. It was an investigative journey. Tomato, tomato. So what exactly do you need my help with? We cannot set foot on the surface of Salphophora. And why not? Salphophora's rotation makes it so that only one side of the planet is exposed to the sun at all times. We are from the side that does not get any sunlight, and Salphophora's sun is far too powerful to step into. We would be killed. Obviously you got here by some sort of means of transportation. We just need to get off the planet. That's all we ask. Will you take us off, Salphophora? Well... There is a slight problem. Do go on. In the event of a dangerous situation, our ship relocates itself somewhere safe. And, well, it's done just that. Our ship? I'm travelling with a man called the Doctor, and I don't know where he is, but I know he can help you. I know he will help you. The Doctor is pacing around the desert, talking to himself. Where, oh, where, oh, where, oh, where, oh, where has my TARDIS gone? Ugh. Come on, sexy, where are you? Wonderful. Jenny's gone, my TARDIS is gone, and I'm stuck in Zolfothura with the only company being a hole in the ground. Ooh, wait! Wait, 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 wait. I'm stuck in Zolfothura. The screens! Of course! Yes! I use the screens to boost the signal from my screwdriver, I may be able to locate the TARDIS. Or possibly Jenny! The Doctor begins walking towards the screens of Zolfathura, which are quite a distance away. Sika is trying to track down the TARDIS on the screen. Malak is trying to trace the signal back to whom it came from. Jenny, come here! What is it? Have you found the TARDIS? No, but I may have found your doctor. Is that him walking towards the screens? Yes, it is! Can you play a message through the screens from here? Yes, we can. Press this red button and speak. Your voice will be broadcast across the planet. That is some seriously good technology. (sighs) Okay, well, that's enough exercise for this regeneration. Doctor? Can you hear me? Just nod, because I won't be able to hear you. The doctor nods. I'm okay. I'm in a Sarathustrian spaceship under the planet's surface. They need our help, Doctor. I'm sending you our coordinates. Go into the room in the center of the screen. There'll be the monitor of our coordinates displayed on it. The Doctor nods, gives a thumbs up, and goes into the room. The Doctor sees the TARDIS in the room. Oh, you beautiful, sexy thing. Never do that again. 
The doctor stops by the monitor, making note of the coordinates. He then walks into the TARDIS and types the coordinates. And hello, Jenny. Good to see you again. Now, I understand you need my help. Greetings, Doctor. All we ask for is just take us off this planet. Our ship crashed here and we just need to get back to Sarafastoria. Very well. Uh, but one thing. What were you doing on Zolfathura in the first place? We were collecting data. About what? Something living on this planet. Living? But there isn't anything living on this planet. It's just sand. Sand and screens. Oh, of course. Sand. The sand is alive. Ooh, how interesting. How could that possibly be? That's what we're here to find out. But, let me guess. You haven't discovered anything? No. We tried collecting data, but we cannot leave our ship. Why is that? Ah, you must be from the dark side of Serothustria, aren't you? Yes. Well then, I guess I'll have to investigate this living sound. But we need to get off South Ephora. And never know. Where is the fun in that? Come along, Jenny. Let's see about this sound. Fine. Serothrustrians, I'll be back soon. The Doctor and Jenny exit the ship through the top hatch, climb through a bit of sand, and onto the surface of Zolfathura. Well, doesn't appear to be alive at the moment. What do you think could have caused it? Ooh, a lot of things. My guess is that the radiation from the event that killed the Zolfathurans is still here, and affecting the sand, although it could be something else. Something sentient. At this exact moment, a circle of sand appears around the Doctor and Jenny, and it raises up, acting as a wall. The Doctor tries to stick his hand through it, but it's completely solid. So, you finally figured it out. Ah, not especially. No. Uh, who are you, exactly? We are the Banshees. The Desolation Dreams. The Skies Dreams. That is quite the track record. Do not waste your limited breath on petty remarks. Doctor, I'm assuming that it wasn't the radiation then. No, probably not. This seems alien. Ah... No one knows why the Zolfathurans died out. Well, now I think I do. Oh, of course. Well done. It took you long enough to figure that out. It's been an off day. If you don't mind me asking, how did you get to Zolfathura? The screens. Ooh, brilliant. I don't understand. You see, Jenny, the screens of Zolfathura can broadcast any signal. But they can also receive signals. Whoever these banshees are, 
They must travel through the electrical signals. They travelled through the screens and invaded the planet. Just like that. Very good, Doctor. Perhaps you're not as stupid as you seem. Well, thank you. Now, down to business. What do you want on this planet? What any race wants. Domination. Yes, I was afraid it would come to that. We have already taken over Zolfathura. Next, Tigella. Then the entirety of the Ion system. And eventually the universe. Every planet will become a desert. We will thrive. Oh, I'm afraid you won't. And why is that? Because you may be the desolation bringers, but I am the Doctor, the oncoming storm. I will stop you at whatever the cost may be. And exactly how do you plan to do that? You have no resources. This world is a desert. Ooh, but I do. I have my mind. And that should scare you to death. Well, not to stop us. You will need to escape first. Oh, I thought of that already. The doctor points his sonic screwdriver at the screens of Zalfathura, and a loud, high-pitched sound emits from it. The wall of sand instantly drops around the doctor and Jenny. Jenny, let's go. Jenny and the doctor run back to the entrance to the Sarathustrian spaceship and enter. Doctor, are you okay? Yes, fine, good. How did you know that that sound would, um, stop them? Uh, they travelled through electrical currents. That sound was about 1,000 times louder to them than it was to us. Stop them immediately, but only temporarily. We need to think of something quick before they attempt to take over Tidecolor. But it wouldn't be too hard to stop them, would it? I mean, they're just sand. Jenny, this planet used to be lush, full of plants. Now look at it. If one speck of sand, just one, reaches Tigella. It could spell disaster for the entire universe. Did you genuinely just use the word lush? But how do you fight sand? It's impossible! Alright, let's think. What is sand's primary weakness? I don't know. What? Water. What? Water. You mix sand with water and what happens? Mud? Yes. They wouldn't be able to move anymore. Stone dead! Okay, but let's not forget there isn't exactly water here. No. But there is on Tigella. Quite a lot of it, in fact. So, what is your plan? How are you going to keep the Banshees from getting to Tigella? We aren't. They will get to Tigella. What? They will obviously be using the screens to get there. If we can get to the screens, we can alter their trajectory to the major ocean of Tigella. Would that work? I'll go as well. You can't. You'll burn up. I'm willing to risk that. Alright, what are we waiting for? Let's go. Before they leave, the Doctor explains that they cannot possibly take the TARDIS back to the control room, as it would interfere with the screen's ability to function. The Doctor, Jenny, and Sika leave the ship and begin running towards the screens. Sika turns around and sees a large wall of sand heading towards them. Doctor, they're coming. I know! Run! Doctor, he can't! The sun! It's already affecting him. It's okay, keep going. I'll stay and distract them. No! Come on, we're almost there. You need all the time you can get. I'm expendable. You can save the universe, Jenny. Go and thank you, Jenny. Thank you for helping us. Jenny gently kisses Seeker on the cheek and then continues running. 
She turns around to see Sika swallowed up by the sand, and soon there's nothing left of him but a skeleton. The doctor and Jenny reach the room in the center of the screens. They enter, and the doctor goes over to the control panel. Doctor, we've got about 30 seconds before they get here. Oh, that's plenty of time. All I need to do is change the trajectory button. There! It's done. The wall of sand finally arrives at the screens, and as soon as they cross the threshold, they're catapulted to Tagela, right into its largest ocean. The sand falls down through the ocean, into the deepest ocean trench on Tigella, down and down for miles and miles until the sand is no more. Ah. Well then. Banshees are gone. Doctor? The doctor sees Jenny hang her head down. He goes over to her and places his hand on her shoulder. I'm sorry. He died to give us a chance. He helped save the universe. And so did you. You were magnificent. Thank you. Well, I guess we should probably get back to Drax and Malak. The Doctor and Jenny make their way back to the Sarathostrian spaceship. The Doctor carefully leading Jenny the long way around. Well, Sarathostrians, I think it's time I brought you home. Let's go. Seeker, he didn't make it back. I'm sorry. He was my brother. I always thought I would go first, not... not him. But he died valiantly. Come along, I think you need to get back to Sarathustria. The Doctor, Jenny, Drax, and Malik enter the TARDIS. The Doctor manipulates the switches on the console. Tardis arrives in Sarathustria. Drax and Malik begin walking towards the door. Goodbye, Jenny. I am sorry if we scared you. It's okay. I hope we meet again. As do I. Thank you, Doctor. If you ever need help, I will be here. Goodbye, Drax. I'll, uh, keep that in mind. Thank you, Doctor. And thank you, Jenny. Goodbye, Malak. It was a pleasure meeting you. And you, Jenny. Farewell, wherever this box may take you. The Sarathustrians walk out the door and onto their home planet. Well then, where are we off to next? Anywhere. Jenny looks over her shoulder and suddenly sees a teenage boy, roughly 16 years old, standing in the TARDIS. Just standing. Doctor, look! What is it? Oh, what? Uh, what? Uh, hello there? Um, how... How... Uh, how did you get into my TARDIS? Hello, Doctor. As the boy faints and collapses, Jenny and the Doctor exchange glances. 